They said it couldn't be done. Independence was impossible. Through fear-mongering and other forms of negative rhetoric, they made you give up on your dreams. Well now, it's time. To prove them all wrong. It's time to blow up the system and change the world. And we've got the man who did it. Broadcasting from studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Outliers. Here's your host, visionary and founder of Fedora Outlier LLC, Vashawn Jones. All right, we are here. We are live on Facebook uh, with the United Statewide Coalitions on Employment for those of us with unique abilities, and we're also recording live for the podcast, the Delivering Access Network. How amazing it is to be in this particular dispensation of time with this type of technology that allows the blind, the disabled to become and do anything that they want to do. And I have the sheer pleasure, the the abundance of joy. I have the magnitude of influence and impact to be able to interview this particular guest right here. You guys put your virtual hands together. Tori, we're going to add the virtual hands in post, my man, for uh, Mr. Tori Wilson. Tori, how are you today, sir? I'm good. Excellent, man. We're going to jump right into it. We're starting a little late, but um, the world has stated that you have, um, is it Asperger's? Am I pronouncing that correct? Asperger's. Asperger's, yes. Asperger's. All right, and I don't really get into all these names that they're giving out these days because I believe that people are humans. They're different. They're unique, and they can do whatever they want to do. Um, so tell me about this thing called Asperger's. What what does that mean? Asperger's is a form of autism, high-functioning form of autism, and I do have some some things that I'm into, like radio, of course, and I do have some social issues sometimes, but overall, I'm really into radio, and Asperger's is a high-functioning form of autism that I've had since I was seven. I got diagnosed when I was seven, so um, I've had it pretty much my whole life, except for a couple of years, and, um, I, you know, it's, it's, it's more of a disability, in my opinion, than the blindness, because I've been blind my whole life, so it's... Mm. Yeah, I have Asperger's, yes. Okay, okay. And so you are, you said you had it since you were seven. How old are you now? 26. 26, so about 19 years. 19 years. Right, right. And so explain the social adjustment that you have to do when you're around people. Is it kind of awkward for you? Well, sometimes I... talk about radio a lot and sometimes people don't really understand it but (laughs) that's kind of what it is yeah i mean i I, we actually have an asperger group in in our area that i'm involved in so i'm around a lot of people with asperger's and stuff so on the weekends and stuff so that's pretty cool so Mm, yeah but yeah got you yep so you have this passion for radio and you've realized your desire to want to be on radio since age five. Is that correct? Yes. I've always been wanting to, wanted to be on FM, but then as I got older, I, I, I discovered the internet and I looked up all these 
sites about radio and news about the radio industry, and I thought maybe I should do internet radio because it's easier to do. And because, because, you know, FM, you have to have a license, you have to have a frequency to get on the air and all that. Mm-hmm. I just think that internet radio would be pretty cool. And now that we're now with all this technology, the blind accessible stuff out there, you know, it's so easy, so much better to get on there and broadcast. So, wow. So, yeah. Yeah. And just like now, man, technology has changed. FM was like the premier place, but now you could just hop on like we're doing right now, broadcast live after this week. Um, you're going to be able to see both me and my guests in the Fedora Next Level Studios. But you got people right now watching and listening to us have a conversation, and it's just like radio. Right, Tori? That's cool, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, That's man. Awesome. Yep. So before you... I'm is, on Facebook. You're on Facebook, baby, uh, live yeah. at that, and you're talking to other Smart. people with disabilities who... For the most part, a lot of them think that they can't do it. They think that because the world has labeled them that, you know, they have to be subject to what the world says, not knowing that you can do whatever you want, like Mr. Wilson here. Man, so before you even was diagnosed with Asperger's, you knew what you wanted to be. Well... A little bit. I mean, I was I got my first radio when I was five, so I've always liked playing around with the radio. And mm-hmm. but but I mean, I've always I used to do like fake radio shows. I used to have a, a microphone. I used to go out in the garage and broadcast and do stuff like that. So <laughs> oh man, so <laughs> microphones, man. I literally have about twelve of these things. I have everything from the. TLM-103, which is what I'm talking on by Norman, to the Rode NTR, which is a ribbon microphone, the broadcaster's microphone of choice with the... Do you have a snowball? Do you have a blue snowball mic? I don't have a blue snowball mic. I think the closest I have to that is the Shure uh, SM... No, not the SM7B. The Shure Beta 58 or something like that. One of those. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but lots of mics, man. Wireless mic. I'm a microphone junkie. So, yeah, definitely so. Definitely so. Um, so let me ask you this. How many radios do you have? You, you got your first one at five. How many do you have now? I have I have about 30 in my room, and I've gotten rid of some in the, in the before. I've gotten rid of a lot of radios in the past, Like, but I do use a lot of technology. I have an Amazon Echo. I have a a Mac, I have a, and I use my phone as a radio, so, you know, I stream stuff all over the world, my radio stations, mm-hmm. I don't know, I have, I have a Bose radio, I mean, I have everything, I have an HD radio, mm. so, you know what that is, but, right, 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 definition, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so why so many radios, you have more radios than the people on the radio? I don't know. <laughs> you just like collecting I like, them? I like radios from C-Crane and stuff. You know what C-Crane is? I like to order radios, like high-tech ones. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I have a lot of radios, so. Mm. Okay, do, y'all, do you guys have like a reading radio service for the disabled in your state? Like in Georgia, no. we have the Georgia Audible 
something relay reading service gars no we don't we don't have it i don't think i think it's shut down actually oh man got you because i was gonna say yeah. i bet you that's a a radio that you probably don't have did you have one before they got uh, shut no, down I, no I've, i've never had it i've never had one but i've heard of it i, I heard they got shut down but i'm actually originally from pennsylvania so i'm originally from the philly area so okay Yeah. Got you. So I love Philadelphia. Actually, uh, one of my first contracts with my company was with the state of Philadelphia, and we still, seven years later, do business together. But Center City, uh, Upper Darby, 69th Street, that's like my stomping ground, man. You familiar? Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. My friend, my friend lives in Norristown, so yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, yeah, We're Wilkes-Barre, Hall, Harrisburg, all that right in there, man. It's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. super crazy. Yeah, small world. So it's super cold there now, so I got a meeting with them. It'll definitely be conference because uh, I refuse to literally have to walk around in three feet of snow uh, to get to a meeting. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, got you. So listen, man, you have all these radios. What's kind of like the difference between, you know, the different radios that you have? Is it kind of like your feel of them? Is it the different stations? The reception, the reception, some of them are the reception's better. Some of them sound better. Some of them are more, are more portable than, than other ones. Cause I have a couple of them that you can't take with you, but a lot of them, Like there's, there's several of them. I do have some pocket radios, um, but I do. I don't use every one of my radios. I mean, I use about three or four radios. So, mm -hmm. and okay. I use my phone now more. Hmm. So when I'm in range of the Wi-Fi, so. Got you, got you. So 19 years since your first radio at age five, how have you seen the technology change from then to now? Because you use your phone I've now. Seen it a lot like ever since like the year 2011 2012 i started hearing about all these different apps and that's when i got my first ipod touch with voiceover and that's when i introduced me to apple products because at first i used to use windows for years i used to use jaws and but now i use a mac but i used to use jaws and then i am um, but yeah technology's really changed with radio because Now they advertise radio, like you can listen to any station all around all across the country and I heard radio and all this stuff, so it's it's definitely changing. Um, I don't think radio is as local as it used to be, but you know, I mean it's definitely more national. Okay, okay. But I mean look at it now, you can get stations from literally all over the world, Japan, Honduras you know yeah. where you yeah. normally wouldn't so it kind of opened up a, another realm of opportunity you think yes excellent Go excellent ahead. yeah so what's some of your your favorite stations and why i like well first of all i grew up with wmmr in philly they've been around for 49 years i don't know if you're familiar with it they, they've been I'm around not, forever no. they're a rock station and they They're in Philadelphia, and they, they've been around for a long time. I also like a lot of the stations I used to like change formats, but I do like um, alternative radio. I like 98.5 around here in my area, X98.5. Um, as far as Philly goes, I like um, 104.5 up there, but 
you know, I like a lot of different stations. I like alternative music. I don't like a lot of the same pop music over and over again, but (laughs) horrible. So, yeah. So just a little bit of pop, some alternative, any rock and roll. I like some. I like some. You know, I like rock. I like nineties rock. I like grunge. I like some hair bands. I don't like all of it, but it depends on the artist. Um, depends on the bands. Okay. That a lot of the stuff I know, people mind you, never a lot of people never heard of because it's pretty old. So. Right, 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 right. So, what's like your favorite band? I like um, Firehouse. I like Live. I like um, a lot of older bands. I do like some new music. I do like the Lumineers, and I, I do like some of the alternative. But I don't like all of it. Some 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 of the stuff I don't like. Okay. But okay. it depends on who it is. So. Got you. So, did you get into like a lot of the recording processes with the music, like analog gear versus digital gear, or any of that? Did any of that excite you, or is it just talk radio and? Uh, not really, not really. I mean, I have, I have, I'm, I've always loved the music. I've never really gotten into analog versus digital, but I've always loved the music, and I, I do like certain talk shows, but not a lot of the talk shows. I'm not really. You know, in the political. Is that what you're wondering? Like, like talk political right? talk? Yeah. See, I'm fascinated, and the reason why I have so many microphones, I'm fascinated with the human voice, the the timber in the voice, the yeah, yeah. You know, and everyone has a unique voice, and there's a microphone for everybody, just like there's a man or a woman for everyone in the world, and so that's what yeah. excites me. And I was just wondering, yeah. do you share that same love with like the creation? of music for example i have these channel strips to the right of me that changes um the voice or changes the instrument well i think that is pretty cool yeah i I i'm not like it's not like my main interest but i do like voice different voices that's pretty cool like you know different voices and radio djs i like listening to Got you, got you. And so yeah. your typical day of listening to the radio, how many hours do you listen? Um, A lot. I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> first of all, there's nothing on anymore. I don't mean there. Right, right. There's not a lot anymore on. There used to be some good shows when I was younger, but now they just... TV has gone so visual now that I, I listen to more radio than TV in general, but... Yeah, um, I don't watch a lot of t- television. I do listen to about, um, trying to think about, I don't know. All, I mean, if I don't have anything really to do, I listen to a lot of radio pretty much all day. But if I do have stuff to do around the house, like helping my mom or whatever, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Or like just hanging out in my room, I listen to a lot of radio. So mm. Now, what about sports? Do you do any sports via the radio? No, I don't. I'm not a sports person. Not a sports guy, so you I really... Getting in, I, tried getting in, I tried getting into it, but I'm just not... Just not into it, huh? I've tried, I've tried, though. Okay. When I used to live in Philly, they were really into football and stuff like that up in Pennsylvania, so... Right, right, yeah. right. So I tell you what, you're starting your show in the morning. Give us an example of how you would do a intro, because you've been practicing this for years. So the world wants to hear I your do, voice. I would do, I would do an intro like this. Tour ninety four. This is WTOR Tour ninety four dot com on the internet on the World Wide Web. 
and it is 20 minutes after six o'clock in the morning and we're now we're gonna do this day in music history oh All my right. god yeah uh, give us another one give us one more give the world one more let them hear you and coming up we got your chance to win a 50 dollar gift card from amazon plus we're gonna play some great music including some firehouse some adele some nirvana we're also going to any requests you guys want to hear. You can feel free to make a request on the on our website. Hit me up on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And um, that's pretty much it. All right. See, man, you are ready. And I'm going to tell you why. Number one, you know what you want to do. Number two, you've invested in what you want to do. Number the three, I'm not, oh. you practiced it. I Yes, I did. The thing I'm not, I'm, I'm a little nervous about, though, is the technical aspect, like the servers and all that. <laughs> I don't know much about And guess what? That's why your parents hired Fedora, because we understand the technical. We understand the server. And I actually started just like you, just curious. Now, my passion was never really radio. I love voice. I love um, hearing someone on the microphone. But I took that and I learned from it. I even went to Chicago to look at a blind person's full-fledged studio. I even invited that wow. person and paid them to come set up at a convention that I was putting on. I learned from that person until they couldn't teach me anything else. And then I moved on to another person that could teach me more and teach me more. And now I'm doing wow. it all on my own. And that's what we... It's it's called empowerment. You know what I mean? It's like helping yeah. other people do something that they've always wanted to do. And so you understand the radio part. I understand the tech. We get together. We become unstoppable, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. So, man, it's um, it's super amazing to really talk to someone because you're like in the 1%, Tori. Because most people don't know what the heck they want to do in life. They go to vocational rehabilitation and they don't know. And they expect someone who's been a counselor all their life since college to tell them, oh, you should be a singer. Or, oh. And yeah, they, they would never yeah. say singer, by the way, because they can't fathom how you could actually make money as a singer. But that was just an example. I, I don't even know what they're, yeah. they're telling the, the people these days. But I know that VR, Vocational Rehabilitation, basically told you radio is not your thing, huh? Well, they told me it was a dying art, yes. It's a dying art. Wow. I shouldn't have said well. <laughs> a dying art. Now, I'm um, privy to um, being of, of acquaintance with uh, Charlemagne the God, who is out of uh, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Um, millionaire, makes a bunch of money in radio, if you've ever heard of the Breakfast Club. Um, you know, Steve I've Harvey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Charlemagne was in um, Atlanta a few months ago. I went to his book signing. Um, directly out of, you know, South Carolina, you know, not too, you know. And so it's not a dying art. It's something that is transitioning just like everything else. But it's not like you're saying, hey, I want to go drive cabs for a living. Cabs are dying or probably even dead in 90% of the world. But radio yeah. is booming, you know, so... I'm glad yep. you didn't listen to him and you kept moving towards your goal because 
to be honest, being a VR counselor is a dead end road, you know, but you would never tell them that and hurt their dreams, would you? <laughs> no, no. Right. So it's going to be exciting to uh, watch you and, and your uh, transition into Internet radio and um, connecting you with people who have who have made it a successful career. Um, let me ask you this. They told you it was a dying art. Did they give you any other alternative of something that was flourishing that they could recommend? They suggested Apple, working at Apple, or working with computers, or working at the Apple Store, stuff like that. So. Oh, yeah. And guess what? They couldn't tell you how to do it, where to start, who to talk to, any of that. You know, it's like poo-poo on my dream and then give me some vague thing that you think I should be doing. Come on. Anyway, let's let's get off of them and back on you. So, Toy, how long do you want your radio show to be? And do you want it to be weekly, daily, monthly, hourly? How you see your format? I've thought about trying I've thought about at first doing a weekly show when I get started and then maybe transitioning to a daily show, but I'm not sure. I mean, I I I probably could start out weekly, like two hours a week or three hours or something. But then I could maybe go into every morning, like a morning show, or something. maybe not a morning show, but like an afternoon show or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know about like if something comes up, I'm gonna have to say, well, I'm gonna have to get on the air because my station's probably gonna be on twenty four seven. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, and you could pre-record it, you know, like the holidays. Most of the shows now are pre-recorded because they're on vacation in Bora Bora and Dubai, and they still need to have that income come in. Their listeners need to have something to listen to, and so they pre-record the show, and you can also do that as well. So think about that. How do you do that? What programs do you get for that? Ah, oh, man, it's uh, so many, but, you know, it. Number one, like we talked about, you need nice cast and you just need a recorder because the nice cast is just going to play the file that you recorded. So you do your talking points. It's recorded. You play your music. You come back in, you talk, you play your music, come back in, you talk. Now you have a whole show produced and you just, you know, play it live using uh, nice cast. Oh, is nice cast accessible, by the way? Yep. Yep. Man, I've been using NiceCast. Um, Steve Soxon, a good friend of mine who actually got me into the business and told me that I could be a global provider when I didn't even know what a global provider was, um, was using NiceCast. And he was doing all types of live production 13 years ago. So he was like the, the first blind guy that I knew to really take this thing by storm. And then he got a job. And now, you know, he's super popular in that realm. And we meet in San Diego and we shake hands and we just laugh at, you know, how we got started. But, yeah, nice cat. Everything that we're going to be working on as your career blossoms is going to be accessible. You can guarantee it. We've made it accessible for all blind people all across the world. So, absolutely. Where, where do you get a server from? Man, right there in South Carolina, man, our server farm um, is hosted by a blind person by the name of Billy that's in South Carolina. So we're going to hook you up, man. Everything that you need is right there and all produced by blind people that we help to generate an income so that they can feed their family and not 
dig into the stereotypes of you need to work at an Apple store if that's not your goal or your passion. So that's where you get it from, man. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So listen, we have um, just about ran out of time, but let me ask you this. If you, well, no, 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 we haven't run out of time. So where did you go to school at? Like, did you do elementary, middle, high school? How did that all? Oh, yes. I went, I've been to so many schools. I went to <laughs> it's like um, so elementary many school. I went to I went to Westbrook Park in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, for elementary school. Then I went to Overbrook. Oh, man, my connection. Hello? Yep, I'm here. I got you. I went to Overbrook for um, middle school. Then I moved to South Carolina. Then I went to um, South Carolina School for the Deaf and Blind for a while. I left there. Then I went to a couple of Christian schools, private Christian schools. Then I went back to the blind school, and I finally finished up at Hadley. I Hadley School for the Blind. I got my diploma last year. So, man, in 2016. And that's even a blessing in itself because when you graduated from the school for the blind, they give you a certificate, kind of like, hey, you attended, you know, enough times to, you know, and it's a bunch of crap, the expectations. But anyway, and so you run across a blind person that believed in you that pushes you further to actually get a diploma. So who is that person? Well, my mom kind of wanted me to get one. I wanted to get one because, you know, I was just, and the blind school didn't really teach me much, so mm. I decided I'm going to get my diploma. Right, right. They're not teaching pretty much anything because it takes a love and a passion to be able to push the disabled to another level. And if you don't have it, it's just an easy job, paycheck for you. You don't even go home tired. Yeah. You know, you're not doing your job. And it's sad, the state that we're in. But again, Tori, I'm going to digress. And you had someone by the name of Shelly Smith to help push you through those. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Shelly and Scott helped me with my math to get, because I was really struggling with math. So they tutored me in math. That's how I met Shelly and Scott. So, yeah, they helped me with math and stuff. So I was really having a hard time with it. So it was... I basically had to get a lot of help from them to get my diploma. So Man. And so Shelly works for the firm. She was another person um that was told that she couldn't do it. She couldn't make it. She had to go work for Apple. So I've heard the story so many times. And um she doesn't have to work for Apple. She can do what she's loved doing for ever, which is teaching other people with multiple disabilities how to use technology. And so she's super great yeah. at it as well. And she taught you math and oh, helped yeah. you get your diploma. I'm really good on the iPhone and the computer. Too. <laughs> That's what's up, man. And, you know, it just takes somebody. Um, I haven't backed up my computer in 670 some days. I need to do that someday. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, it just takes someone who really believes in you along with you believing in you and a great push from your foundation, which is your family and you can succeed. So speaking of that, you talk to other people in your Asbury, Asbury group on Burgers, ass burgers. I tell you, man, these names that they're giving out, I just, I don't know. You know, it's like, how do you 
never mind. But you talk to these people on the weekend that look like you and sound like you and, and, and you know, have the same um, diagnosis as you. What do you tell them to encourage them to do more, be excellent, and live with greater success? I don't really. I mean, I, I just basically socialize with them, but they, they, they're, a lot of them are really into video games, so I'm really one of the only radio people in the group. Mm. So you're an outlier, man. You're you're like out there on your own with this radio thing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I do call shows. I do call shows like all things radio. I, I get on the air sometimes on there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that, but I do call in on there. Okay. Okay. Got you. So let's drill down a little bit deeper then. So what would you tell the world of disabled people out there who's been told that they can't do it? What would you tell them to encourage them to do it? I would just say go for your dream. Go for your dreams. Live for your dreams. All right. Go for your dreams. Just do it like it was Nike, man. So... Check it out, Tori. This has been one of the most empowering interviews that I have ever done. It's the first time of me doing one with someone with Asperger's. It has been phenomenal, but we have to go tell people if they want to reach out to you, how they can reach you. Well, I'm on Facebook. Just look me up, Tori Wilson, T-O-R-R-E-Y Wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N. And um, I don't know if I should give up my cell on there, but only if um, you yeah, want people Facebook. calling you. I'm on I'm on Facebook, and I'm on. That's pretty much it. I'm I don't use a lot of other social media, <laughs> but I am on Facebook. So. All right, and that was T O R I E Y, right? T O R R T O R R E Y. Oh, T O R R E Y. Got you, Wilson. W I L S O N. Yes. All right. Well, you'll be able to see and hear Tori Wilson on um, the radio, the Internet, Facebook, YouTube, all the other social platforms very, very soon as we change the world and help the disabled find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful and profitable despite what the world may tell you that you can't do. I'm here to tell you that you can do it. This is Vashon Jones signing off. Tori, we have just been on the radio and television. What you think, my man? That was awesome. That's cool, man. Well, until I talk to you next time, Tori, you have a great one. Um, The rest of you all out there, let's change the world. Let's change the world together. You have been listening to Outliers, an official production of the Delivering Access Network. If you have a comment, question, or an idea for a program, email Vashon at excellence at fedoraoutlier.com. And visit fedoraoutlier.com if you'd like to purchase any of the products you hear advertised on the program. And for more great podcasts from the Delivering Access team, visit deliveringaccess.net. Check back again next time for more Outliers. Until then, thanks again for listening, and let's change the world together.